Hello and welcome to the Get Curious podcast with me, Brian Ballantyne, and the lovely Laura Dougal. Hello, Laura. How are you? Hello. Good morning. I'm very well, thanks. How are you, Brian? Yeah, I'm good. It's a lovely sunny day. Just been for a nice walk. Yeah, it looks like it's sunny where you are too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is sunny where I am, but Brian's referring to the background that I've got on my Zoom call, which I've put up <laughs> today. <laughs> <laughs> I love Zoom backgrounds. I like the one with the, uh, the the beach and the sea and the palm trees. I accidentally deleted mine. So I need to get it back again. But um, ah, yeah, well, we that, it can be we? fun. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, Brian and I had a, a Zoom call, both with our uh, beach video backgrounds on in Zoom, <laughs> which was just a nice little <laughs> chilled out conversation. Oh yeah, little tip. I was, I was using them because I, um, I was speaking at the Aspire conference a couple Ooh. of weeks ago, and. Um, now, I'd prepared actually to use different Zoom background images instead of slides. In the end, I didn't use it, I did something different. But uh, yeah, a couple of people did that. So rather than just having to kind of link to PowerPoint and share your screen, just change your background. And, and some people did that with lovely kind of like footsteps in the sand or, you know, someone had people had different images. So it's quite good to, kind of with Zoom, you kind of be versatile and, and kind of use images and um, kind of bring it to life a little bit. Yeah, no, I agree. We have them. Um like a, it was a weekly call and that's now it's a bi-weekly call with some of my husband's family um, and his mum has been joining in the call so she's in um, a care home at the moment so she hasn't had okay. any visitors at all since the beginning of March so really difficult time for her actually and then she's um, we've been in contact with some of my husband's family who we don't generally speak to you know or, or, or know very well and then they've been on these calls and then they've been putting up photographs of my husband's mum's like past when she was probably like in her um, late teens, 20s. Oh, wow. So it's been like, yeah, really like who knew that um, Zoom would be so useful for all these. I know. <laughs> lovely <laughs> I bet the owner of Zoom's kind of rubbing their hands <laughs> like. You know. I know, I bet. Yeah. yeah. No, it's yeah. really sweet to have a kind of family photo album on, on the background and. Yeah. yeah, it's really nice. You can share memories and share photos. Yeah, in ways that you never yeah, expected. It. But I do want to, um, I know you just touched on the Aspire conference there, and that was kind of what I'm a bit curious about today as well. Ooh, get so curious. I wondered, yeah. <laughs> so I wondered if that was something um, we would have a chat about today, just in terms yeah. of, because I know that it is, or I think I know, having spoken to you about, them, about this before, that it's kind of something that you do, that it is separate to your job um it's not connected to your paid work um so i'm interested to know like how you come about doing talks like this and how you get involved in things like that and also just the topic of um your talk and i know that you do come to things generally with an open mind and that you're very curious about um all things kind of spiritual so i just wondered if that would be like the basis for what we talk about today if you're happy to share information yeah sounds good yeah um, let's see where the conversation takes us okay so yeah um i can just maybe give some background so the aspire group is run by dr sam collins she's been running it for about 20 years now after doing her phd looking at um kind of challenges you know facing women kind of getting ahead and um you know, she's been awarded by the queen uh, there's a funny story about that in her book radio heaven which is worth checking out and um i hadn't really heard about it until a year or so ago so i was you know, been blogging for my book confessions of a working father and someone said oh maybe you like radio heaven by dr sam collins it's a kind of similar kind of life stories and so i read that and then 
um, kind of wanted to find out more about Aspire. Now, it's, um, it's basically women's leadership. So in the past, there haven't really been any men speaking or you know, not many attending. Um, but I think they wanted to have a kind of a bit more variety. So there was a call about a year or so ago for a few good men to come and speak. Um, <coughs> sorry. Um, and the topic was around trailblazers. Um, you know, and I, was, I didn't really see myself as a trailblazer. And I was, I was on a you know, canal holiday with some male friends and they, I showed them and they were like, you're not a trailblazer, forget it. So I was like, okay, <laughs> I couldn't even steer a canal boat. Um, but you know, I kind of still kind of went ahead with it and then had a chat with, with uh, Sam. And I think they were they liked that actually because a, it had nothing to do with my my day job what I was talking about at the time and I wasn't originally going to talk about you know being a working father and how that helps support you know families you know men and women to kind of get ahead um, but then as time progressed I, <laughs> I talked I spoke at the um, event in December in London and it ended up kind of talking about kind of more spiritual healing and things just because that's what I was going through at the time uh, and then I was invited back to speak at the virtual conference um, in June. Uh, and Sam interviewed me uh, to kind of talk about that and I also did like a kind of exercise and in March I also kind of volunteered at the event in London so I was happy to be the first man volunteer at the Aspire events so yeah it's pretty fun. So you are a trailblazer? <laughs> if that's a trailblazing thing then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow so what you're the only man who spoke at the conference? Um, I was the first man to be a volunteer aspire events usually it's for women who are the volunteers so i said I rolled up my sleeves and it's funny actually i was volunteering for two days and um for the t-shirts they only for the first day we could only find like a woman's fit t-shirt so <laughs> i look like a kind of ballet dancer without the physique but i put it on and did my stuff but they felt, they felt so sorry for me and then the, the next day we dug to the bottom of the box and found like a kind of long sleeve man's fitting t-shirt which which is better but i got less attention but um but at the conference there were a few other men speaking as well so I um I wasn't alone. But I'm 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 pretty comfortable in a room full of women, more comfortable than, than being in a room full of men, to be honest. Mm. I think it's very like a very collaborative environment, you know, everyone's sharing ideas, it's less competitive, I feel. Um and as a man, you don't have to kind of put your guard up, you can just be yourself and be honest and kind and, mm. and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's something there about different leadership styles and things as well, isn't there? Mm. But let's let's save that for another podcast. That might be a whole different <laughs> conversation. <laughs> Okay, so just from being curious, that's kind of... Yeah, just, just from being curious. I mean, I think um, having done some blog posts, which kind of evolved into a book, I mean, I had something, you know, something to talk about or some kind of, some, you know, they asked for your bio and you kind of, you know, especially for the company I work for at Amazon, we can't really talk about the company very much because mm -hmm. of our PR policy. So I'm kind of limited in what I can talk about. But that's quite, quite liberating as well because, you know, you can't answer any questions on the company, but you can just talk about other stuff like you know, being a working dad or you know, going doing Reiki or whatever else kind of comes up or mm. doing kind of mindfulness exercises. Mm. Just being yourself and it's, and it's fun and um, it's not related to my job, but I'm kind of curious now where it could take me and what other paths it could open up. So I was even talking to one of the other speakers, uh, Claire Dale, who wrote the book you know, Physical Intelligence, which is a fantastic book. And we were talking about maybe doing an, like, an embodiment festival because there's a few speakers talking about you know, how the body sends us messages and how it's kind of, you know, it's really kind of linked. There's a strong link between you know, stress and you know, our health and everything else. So, yeah, who knows what it will open up. But in the meantime, it's, it's just for fun. Mm. Do you know, Brian, I think I've got a delivery and my husband has just gone out. So 
I'm going to pause our podcast for a second and then just come okay. back and see if it works. Get the delivery driver on. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what it's like working from home. Okay, so if you're listening, feel free to put the kettle on. <laughs> We're going to pause this Hopefully, and we'll see you in a moment. It will be seamless. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're back and obviously that was completely seamless. No one even noticed. So Brian, sorry, you were just saying about the- hey, what, what did he get? What, 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 did it, what kind of box was it? Well, actually- From Amazon, Amazon perhaps? It was actually an Amazon yes. delivery. Thanks for paying my salary. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty convenient in the COVID crisis, Amazon, aren't they? I mean, I don't like to talk about my company, but everyone's been saying it's been quite good to get online deliveries and things. I know. I like the way that you uh, call it your company as well, Brian. Like <laughs> taking ownership of Amazon. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Well, we are encouraged to be ownership is a principle, and, and you know, all employees are encouraged to have shares. I've sold all of mine to buy our house, but um, yeah, you're encouraged to be like a kind of company owner, but yeah, it's not my company. <laughs> <laughs> just for the record, just to put that out there. Just for, the, for the record. But welcome back. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry, everybody. Um, I'm interested to know as well about the topic of your talk then, because I know mm -hmm. that it might not be what people would expect you to talk about. But can you share with us what, what you talked yeah, about at the conference? So the topic was uh, from shielding to shining, stepping into your power. And this is maybe not what you'd expect from a geeky looking guy from Amazon. <laughs> and I think that was the thing. People say, oh, it's kind of surprising what you talk about. So yeah it was i guess it was some kind of practical techniques um that i've picked up from you know the past year like coming out of depression and and, and kind of you know shielding myself setting up boundaries and using you know whether it's reiki or shamanic practices or spiritual practices to kind of you know shield uh, yourself from other people's energy and then to really shine and step into what's powerful for you and i even you know i was just going to kind of talk through some of the techniques and you know, Sam encouraged me, well, let's make it interactive. This was like a two day Zoom conference, seven hours each day with like music and like 20 speakers. And like, can you imagine how you know, draining that might sound? But actually everyone was so energized and you know, so buzzing. There was at least 400 people online at any time, 700 people kind of joined the conference. So, um, so yeah, so we wanted to make it interactive. So I had to kind of invent like this kind of you know, interaction where I've got everyone to kind of stand up and like, you know, kind of activate their chakras and kind of create this, this circle of power and then we all step forward into it and kind of talked a little bit about some of the kind of techniques with that. And everyone loved it. People kind of really liked that exercise, even though I kind of made it up and I'd never done it before. So, um, so yeah, but a couple of other people at the conference were talking about similar, similar things with kind of chakras and angels and energy and stuff. So mm. I wasn't alone. So, uh, but it was pretty fun. Uh, to do that and maybe not what you'd expect no but i love that you sort of got people moving as well and that physical thing of stepping into that's something that i use in coaching a lot and i'm um, doing some hypnosis at the moment um mm -hmm. where it's all about sort of stepping into this other part of you or this other yeah. um yeah so sort of like what would it be like if you were the person that you wanted to be or if you were doing the thing that you wanted to do so i really like that like making it a physical thing where you actually step into that role did it yeah, go down really well it did yeah i mean it was sam's idea she said get them to literally step into their power i was like okay so i just came up with it i got lots of feedback lots of you know, the chat because during the zoom thing the chat was kind of buzzing everyone was kind of 
giving feedback at, you know, in real time. I couldn't read all of it, but it seemed pretty positive. I've got lots of LinkedIn messages saying that people really you know, enjoyed it and found it useful and some of the other things I mentioned. Um, but yeah, I hear you. I've done, I've done hypnosis before and I've done EMDR and now I'm doing shamanic journeying and they're all quite similar. And I used to kind of, you kind of love that. You kind of, you know, you go and go into a forest and maybe there's a bench by a tree and you sit down or maybe you go and there's a waterfall or when I did hypnosis, I was always you know, on the beach and the waves were coming in and, and, the, and the guy always said, you know, there are, imagine there's words on the waves like success or other things on the waves that are coming in. And I don't know, it's just your imagination can take you places and, you know, it's, I found it pretty rewarding. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, to actually then combine that with movement um, and literally just kind of step into power and then you know, cast circles and things. It's pretty fun. Yeah, and it's a great way to tap into our imagination. Like you say, there's a lot that goes on in our subconscious, isn't there, that we're just obviously yeah. you know, not aware of that can be really useful for us to tap into. So I really like that. So what's next? Are you going to do the talk anywhere else? Or are you going to, is it something that you're going to expand on? Or... Yeah, I'm not sure. So, like I said, I was talking to a couple of the other speakers and um, we talked about maybe doing something around, you know, embodiment. And someone said, maybe you could do a webinar about intuitive leadership. So I've been mm -hmm. testing the water. I'm putting a few posts on LinkedIn around intuitive leadership and embodiment and some kind of stories. And some have you know, got good feedback around, you know, how there's a book called When Your Body Says No, which basically says, if you don't say no, your body will say no. And, you know, there are case studies, medical case studies, link, you know, linking it to multiple cirrhosis and cancer and other things where basically if you're not saying no, your body will ultimately do that. And that's controversial. But when I put this, a lot of particularly women said, I, could, I can testify to that, you know, you know, whether they experience cancer or other illnesses. And it sounds controversial and obviously it isn't the whole story, but there does seem to be kind of a, a link um, with how our emotions and our health then you know they're not separate things so mm -hmm. that one got a good reaction one about reiki was quite in, i didn't get such a big reaction but people thought it was positive one about um kind of louise hay body healing didn't really get any views so i don't know i think it's still and also what was interesting there was a coach um she messaged me privately and said what you're saying is so true and there's so much evidence to back it up but as a, in the coaching community I can't say that publicly because I'd be ostracized. Wow. So there's still this kind of uh, stigma maybe about you know, admitting that some of these older techniques are actually valuable. Mm. Um, it's not all, basically it's about getting out of, I've done a lot of brain therapy, but it, you know, when you've experienced trauma, it's not stored in the brain. I've, my experience, it's stored in other parts of your body, whether you're, your lungs or somewhere else. And, you know, to admit that as a coach, you no, know, she couldn't do that publicly. So, wow, okay. yeah, interesting. I mean, you're a coach, so I don't know. What, no, you seem quite open about. It. You seemed happy to say that you're interested in Reiki or. Gosh, I hope I'm not going to be ostracised. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, maybe I'll be ostracised. I'm very open. I like. I just come at anything with a. I sort of. I'm, <laughs> I'm beginner's the same mindset. <laughs> with people, I'm, yeah, I'm the same with anything. Is I always sort of come with an, with a positive um regard for something so i'm the same whenever i meet people you know i will always assume that they're a good person until i'm proved otherwise which is um converse mm. some of the yeah <laughs> my husband is always like oh god here you go again <laughs> i'm like oh <laughs> just going straight in there but same i'm sort of, i'm very open-minded um until i sort of get to a point where i might feel like oh that's not working for me or okay now i, I understand that 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 isn't true so I like to just come at things with curiosity and we had a little um exchange didn't we on LinkedIn about Reiki recently because I yeah I used to um 
I was, I was skeptical about Reiki, but I didn't know what it was. I didn't understand it. Mm. So I've never explored it. And then I had some Reiki last year now. And not that I can particularly explain to you exactly what I think Reiki is, but I went along with it. I enjoyed the experience. I felt really good afterwards. So, you know, for me, it's just kind of, I feel like, does there have to be one this is the way it is and you've got to prove it to the nth degree because it's kind of if it works for you you know mm -hmm. then just go with it and there's so much research done by people with different perspectives that will always contradict each other so it just kind of feels like you know use the research that works for you if you want something to back it up and go with what go with what works for you rather than yeah totally you know saying I don't know rather than feeling that you've got to then um it's going to be a right or a wrong it could just be a right for you but but wrong for somebody else or wrong for you but right for somebody else and just touching on what you would said there's yeah. a really good um program on netflix called heal i haven't seen I it you've seen that you might really like that program and um, which is a documentary all about how um we store like how our emotions are stored in our body and the impact that can have oh wow i'm gonna check it out yeah it's really really yeah watch that maybe we'll talk about that next time <laughs> I've watched the Goop Lab. Have you seen that with Gwyneth Paltrow? No, I haven't. It's on my it's on my list. It's kind of quite it's quite radical. But yeah, there's this one guy who can. You no, know, you have you know we have like a kind of a kind of big aura energy field around our body. He could, you know, whether it was psychosomatic or what, but it seemed to kind of have an impact. He could play with the energy field around people's bodies, and yeah. they could they could feel things. But then there's other there's other kind of saucier ones episodes as well. But I'll let you explore yeah. that at your leisure. <laughs> Something to look forward to. Thanks. <laughs> I like it's what you fun. said about um, Louise Hay as well, and the whole storing things in your story. Yeah, remember when you um, remember yeah. you hurt your knee on a squirrel? On a squirrel. <laughs> Not on a squirrel. Did, did, to avoid did a squirrel one. startled your bike and then you <laughs> fell and hurt your knee? And that was when your daughter was just starting school. And, and I suggested maybe it's linked to pride, and it was food for thought. Yeah, I hadn't remembered it was about pride actually. I was remembering that it was about flexibility. Yeah, and flexibility. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I blocked out the pride bit, but I like that because it just gave, for me, it's just, um, whether I believe in that or not, it's just extra food for thought that helps you question. So when you said that to me, when we had a call, didn't we? And you said, oh, like, <laughs> this is what Louise Hay would say about you and injuring your knee. Um, and I was in that conversation, I remember saying to you, no, no, I'm not inflexible at all. And oh, you know, what are you talking about? But actually afterwards, I really thought about that and was like, hmm. Am I finding it difficult to accept some of the things that are happening at the time that like my daughter was just starting school? It was having an impact on the way that I was running my business. I was really torn between how am I going to be the person who takes her to school and picks her up and spends that time with her and be that parent that I want to be, but also run the business that I want to run and be the coach that I want to be. So there was, a, there was so much for me to explore there that I probably wouldn't have done without our conversation. So yeah, for me, it's kind of like whether I'm fully signed up to Louise Hay's theory or not, it still can be useful just to yeah. provide questions. Exactly, it's food for thought. Maybe it's, it doesn't give you anything. It's just like a kind of like a dashboard. And sometimes there's indicator lights, which you can ignore because like, um, like my tire indicator is always faulty in my car. So I can know to ignore it like most of the time. But yeah, it just gives you like, like something to think about. Mm. Uh, like little clues and sometimes it's it's spot on 
Yeah, and so and I think um, it's sort of going through that process of actually you might think about that and think no, there isn't anything in that, and that's fine too. But it's kind of just going through that process of exploring some things. Totally. Yeah, it's fun. So lots of fun things to explore. And how about you? Are you speaking at any conferences or doing, or would you like to do any talks? No, I have done some talks in the past. Um, it's not my favourite thing to do. I'll be honest with you. I kind of like the feeling afterwards. That's what I like. I think, yeah, if I, when I have done talks, I spend a lot of time and a lot of energy putting things together. Um, it would like take over what I'm doing because I will really want to deliver like a, a a good a good talk um and I do feel very nervous doing public speaking but when I know that when I do do if I do do a, a talk while I'm doing it I feel really exhilarated I love that feeling afterwards of like oh that felt really good um but no it's not something that I'm actively looking to do at the moment never say never <laughs> not at the moment I know what you mean it does take over I mean there's the preparation but I find that I just when I'm coming up to doing a talk, I can't sleep very well. Like it's oh. three in the morning and I know now that cortisol keeps us awake, but um, yeah, I'm just kind of playing it through and trying to visualize the talk in my head or, you know, when I'm going for a walk or different ideas will kind of pop up or I'm kind of rehearsing it in my head a lot um, or on a train journey to go into an event once. And you just kind of, yeah, it's really hard to kind of switch off because your brain's just like so worried about that fear of failure on the stage that it's like, always working on it so I'm just totally drained afterwards but when I'm doing it and say it's prepared well or it's going well with the audience it's so much fun yeah. and then afterwards I just have like no kind of energy collapse yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah it's uh, it's fun it's just so draining sometimes to be I guess because it's ad hoc and it's not really part of my job sometimes um mm -hmm. it can just kind of and it's, it's it can be quite exhilarating though when it when it goes well yeah I think just that as well just knowing that you know factoring that in I'm been doing a lot of work on energy recently and just thinking about like when are we feeling energized what gives us energy but also then when do we need to restore that as well so even just knowing that you know like if you are somebody who is going to be doing lots of talks or any part of your job where you know gosh that really takes it out of me actually and then factoring in so I know that tomorrow I need to plan a slower paced day or you know like if it's within your control just being able to manage that is quite useful information isn't it as well yeah, I used to colour code my Outlook diary as to whether something was going to give me energy or take it away. Like oh. I would use green if it was going to give me energy and like red if it was going to take it away. Mm. Um, and so I'd say, I'd look at the week ahead and say, oh crap, I've got two red things next to each other. So I'd reschedule one of them and put a green one in, like, you know, a lunch with a friend or you know, chat with you or something that was going to give me like an energy boost. Just like if I have like one after another kind of phone calls mm. on some topics, it just kills me. So yeah, it's, I don't, I don't do it anymore, but it was good to be, at least be mindful of is that going to give me energy or not and, and kind of balancing it and when do you have your highest energy during the day and putting things there yeah i really like yes. that that color coding i might have to steal that mm, try it out <laughs> i think we're coming up to the end of our lovely podcast yeah. and you're probably itching to know what's in your delivery so um, <laughs> i've got an amazon delivery to go and open yeah yeah open it. <laughs> no, oh, thanks for sharing to you. yeah thanks for sharing yeah. all that with us ryan as well it's really My pleasure. interesting to find out a bit more about it and then, yeah. Yep. Thanks. Everyone enjoyed that too. Yeah. <laughs> we'll speak to you soon. We'll be back soon. Speak to you next time. Take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs>